welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. Without further ado, come on to your back. Lie down in constructive rest pose. And there's a definition to that pose. It's feet to the floor, knees together, and then your upper body lying just as long as your spine can get comfortably and your hands can be on your center line or your arms can be at your sides. That's the definition of of how that sets up. And that's a pose taken from interpretive dance. It's it's not a yoga pose. Um, So we can thank Mabel Ellsworth Todd for that one. But if it's not comfortable, if it doesn't feel constructive in your body to rest like this, no big deal. Find a way that does. And certainly your feet don't have to be too wide. The only reason we're taking them a little wide is to let the, the low back spread out the knees support each other, legs support each other, and feel good in in the low back and the sacral area. So sacrum level on the floor. Notice your hips, the the two sides of the hips. So there's the the pelvic rami, the the two halves of the hips are joined by the sacrum. And sometimes we refer to poses as open hip poses or closed hip poses. Your hips your pelvis stays closed with the sacrum and the two sides. We are not trying to open that thing. It's supposed to be together. Take a moment to just feel that. You've got the two halves of your pelvis attached to the sacrum at your lowest vertebrae of the spine, the sacrum and the tailbone forming the base of, of what we're doing right now. And then up from there, you have your lumbar spine, your thoracic spine, that spine that runs the length of your rib cage. And then to the sides, you've got your shoulder blades. And go ahead and take your arms toward the ceiling and wiggle your shoulder blades out from underneath so that you've got the shoulder blades as broad as they can be on the floor. And then you let your arms rest again. I'm just gonna feel these four points, the two halves of your pelvis and the two shoulder blades forming somewhat of a rectangle. A rectangle the way I would draw it if if asked. (laughs) Not quite a rectangle, but four points joined in the the architecture of your body, the hips, the shoulder blades. And here in this experience of lying flat on the floor, pretty much lined up in the same plane, which is where we're going to look to take them in our inner half moon poses, back to this shape, right? May or may not get completely back to this shape the the idea here of lining up the body in what we would call neutral or or natural. Bring your knees in onto your chest and then rock a little across your hips so that your hips turn. The twist of the lower spine. The hips are moving together side to side. And then we'll plant the hips again and take one knee in each hand. Move the leg bones around in the hip joint. And then pause with the knees at right angles. 
and something a little different than we normally do. Uh, get the right angles and then you're going to let the right leg drop out to the side as if it were taking frog pose. Left knee stays firm up to the left leg, the glute muscle, flex the foot. The right leg out to the side like an upside down frog. Did your left hip get light? Can you press the left side of your hips down as the right leg is upside? If you need to support the leg with your hand, do. Then using your inner thigh muscles, abdominal muscles, pull the right leg back into center, pause, feel what you feel. And then the other side, keep the right leg directly at 90 degrees, let the left leg move out to the side. Did your right hip get light? You press it down, press the right shoulder blade down. Steadying yourself with the right side, draw your abdominals in. And then use the inner thighs to draw left leg back into center, knees at right angles, and then bring them into your chest. Nose to knees, curl up, rock up and back to seated. Just a quick moment at seated. You won't need any props for this uh, unless you do. If you need it, you need it. Anchor down through your sitting bones, bring your hands to your sacrum, and then draw your abdominals in as if you're trying to press your abdominals to your sacrum. Well, kind of are, but there's stuff in between. And then moving your awareness up to your rib cage, take hands to the sides of your ribs and assure yourself your rib cage is stacked directly over your hips, neither leaning forward nor slumped back. And there's a light lift, a suggestion of the heart lifting up and of the back of your head lifting up. And that's unforced. completely undramatic, just light. We'll bring hands to knees. Just pause to feel, again, two sides of your pelvis, the two hip crests on either side, and then your shoulder blades. And as if the back of your hips and your shoulder blades and the back of your head were along the wall behind you, just a gentle suggestion of sliding up. You feel that somewhat rectangular structure of hips and shoulders. I guess they're being true to geometry. It's, it's more like a, a trapezoid or something like that. But all in one plane is what we're going for. One more breath in, broaden across your collarbones. Just bring a suggestion of width there across the front of the shoulders. And then hands to your mat. We're going to come over into down dog. Take a few moments to pedal out, move around in your body. And then still it back to center. We'll bring feet together at center line of the mat. Point your toes straight ahead as much as yours go. It's the second and third toe that we're looking for there to point up the mat. If that's uncomfortable for your knees or your low back, change it how you need it. On your inhale, squeeze your right leg tightly, take it up and back behind you. Let the right hip turn. So we're twisting the hips to the right, turning the hips on the leg bone. And basically we're making half moon pose in the air with the legs. Press the left foot down. 
Squeeze your right leg, take the outer edge of the foot up toward the ceiling, go as far as you go right now with, without too much pull or force. And then squeeze your right leg, bring it down slowly, foot to foot. Pause here, the sensation in your body. Press the right foot down, squeeze your left leg tightly and take it up behind you, like the muscles gripping to bone, allowing the leg bone to feel light and to float. Press both hands down evenly. The right arm might try to bend or sag. Don't let it. Press your right foot down, squeeze your left leg, and send the outer edge of the foot up as far as yours goes right now. It's still early. We'll get there. Breath in, squeeze, and float the leg. And then squeeze the leg to bring it down real slow. The idea is you have control of your limb as it moves. Pause here and breathe. And look to your hands. Walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in to lift halfway flat back. Press your feet down, draw your heart forward. And exhale, bow forward, breathe out. And hug your body to your legs. Let your head drop heavy. Press your feet down on your inhale, roll up to standing mountain pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, take your hands to your shins and bring your spine as parallel to the floor as you can, abdominals in, so back as flat as it goes. And then bow forward, breathe all the way out. And press your feet down, roll up to standing. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, draw your hands up your shins and find that level where your hands draw up and the back is flat. Right? Then bow forward, breathe out. Take one more like that, really focusing in on what it takes to get parallel to the floor. Press your feet down, roll up to stand. And then exhale, bow forward, bend at your knees, send your hips back, abdominals in as you go. You're controlling how fast your spine moves into gravity. Press into your feet, take the halfway lift. Again, as flat as you can get in the back, as parallel to the floor as you can get, reach your arms down the shins, go to the point at which that is the most you've got, but the back is still flat. And then bow forward, breathe out, pause. Just take note of where your hands are, where they were in that. If they are anywhere but the floor right now, go ahead and grab a block if you don't have one nearby. And on next inhale, walk your feet wide. Edges of your mat, we're going to roll up to standing. Arms wide, spread out. When you exhale, sit back to garland pose, deep squat. When you inhale, press into your feet, reach up and wide. Exhale, sit back. Weight moves, gently to your heels. And press up. 
And as you move the weight back to the heels, the front of the feet still press down. It's more like I have like a, a 55, 45 split of weight. Not too much goes back, but enough to allow your hips to drop back with balance. One more, sit back. Breathe in, reach up, walk your feet together, and we'll bow forward, breathe up. Then again, halfway lift. Let your hands slide up your legs to that point where you know your back is flat, your shoulders and your hips on the same plane. And we'll plant the hands, step back, high to low push up, or if you have another variation for the plank series, you do that. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, bow forward. Press your feet down. Inhale, roll up to standing. Squeeze your legs, lift your chest. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Go for the spine parallel with the floor and fingertips on the shins to whatever degree they go. Plant your hands, step back. Low push. Breathe in, up dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hand. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, bringing your shoulders up in line with your hips, flat back, spine parallel to the floor. Plant your hands, then step back, when the lower knees, then chest to the mat. Slide your elbows forward into Sphinx pose. Release down, slide your hands back, down dog. Right foot forward to warrior one, reach up. We're going to open out to warrior two. Breathe in, reverse. Feel the rectangular shape of the body moving into side bend and then side angle pose. That rectangular shape of hips and shoulder blades on the same plane, moving sideways. And then reverse, reach up. Length through both sides of the body. We'll cartwheel down to the mat. Plant your hands, step back, knees down. Reach your chest forward as you lower. Cobra pose, pull your hands back into the mat. Release halfway down, press into hands and knees. Slide back, down dog. Left foot forward, warrior one, reach up. Now open out into warrior two. Bring your hands to your hips, just assure 
They're level, shoulders stacked. Reach, reverse, both sides of that rectangle get long. Same thing with side angle, we're turning it on its side. There is a bend to the side body. We're lengthening out both sides as much as we can. And then reverse, both sides lengthen the heart up. And then cartwheel your hands down to the mat. Step back, knees down. Lengthen your body as you draw your chest forward into the mat. Locust pose, slide your hands back. Squeeze your legs, abdominals in. They stay light on the floor. Release, hands underneath you. Press back, down dog. Have a breath in. And a long, slow breath out. You're gonna walk your feet about halfway up your mat. Grab your block. We're gonna take the block in the left hand and come to a halfway lift, a flat back. Your spine parallel to the floor. Your hips and shoulders as much as you can at the same altitude. If you need to stack a block, nice way to do that is to make an upside down T in order to get your body parallel with the floor. We're gonna bring the right hand to the right hip, press into your left foot, slide your right foot back, squeeze the leg, let it take its own weight as it moves up toward a right angle with the standing leg. Squeeze both legs. It may or may not get to that right angle. Right? And, and that is totally fine. Check in with your standing leg. If you're feeling too much in your hamstring, you're feeling too much in your hamstring and you don't need to go so far. Squeeze the standing leg. And then with the hand on the uh, right hip, bring fingertips just to the inside of the hip bone. Pull those abdominals in. Right there at the, uh, the lower belly, the abdominals that run from hip point to hip point. Then float the right arm up, keep the abdominals drawn in. Remember the feeling of your fingertips there, pull that side of the abdominal wall in. As much as your hips stack, they stack. As much as your shoulder blades can now stack, stack. So that you've got that rectangle of the body. As if there was a wall behind you, you're working the right shoulder blade and hip toward that wall. It might not get there. Have a breath in. And then squeeze the leg, squeeze the arm, muscle to bone as you slowly float down. Be the last person you think got to the floor. If it was a yoga race, the slowest person would win. Walk your feet wide, get a little sway. It's gonna be able to control the limbs up and down. If you're not controlling the limbs up and down, gravity is controlling you. Refuse to be controlled. Then bringing the block to your right hand. And again, whatever it takes to bring you parallel to the floor with your upper body fully extended. So bring the blocks out as far as you need to in order for there to be no, no, no wrinkles, no curling on the front body. Left hand to the left hip bone, send the left leg back, squeeze it. Be able to control the lift, right? So you're able to stop and go at any time with the leg. And then right finger to the left fingertips, dig them in a little bit to the inside of the hip bone, find the abdominals, 
pull those in. So you're pulling the lower abdominals in towards your sacrum. And that's really holding holding the front of the body together here. The back of the body is held together by the sacrum and a whole bunch of ligaments. Front of the body is all muscle across the front. You're pulling in to support this opening of the hip. Then left arm can go up and it's back body muscle pulling the left shoulder blade toward the spine that brings you open in the pose. Bring two sides of your hips, two shoulder blades toward the wall behind you. They don't necessarily need to touch. Pay attention to your standing leg. If there's too much hamstring tension, there's too much. And press into your standing leg. Be able to control arm and leg as they come down. Choose how they touch down. Walk your feet wide and sway. Breath in. And a long, slow breath out. Release your hands to your mat. If you're not at the front of your mat, go ahead and head to the front. On an inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. And then exhale, hands to your heart. Coming at this from a different angle, you're going to slide your right leg back to a toe. Squeeze the leg tightly there and then tip forward into airplane with hands at heart center. We're going to take floating half moon or balancing half moon. Bring your right hand to your hip again. Pull those muscles in. You use the abdominal muscles inside the hip point. Turn open. Spread your arms. We're stacking right hip on top of left, right shoulder on top of left. Floating free, the left hand is, is suspended. Breath in. When you exhale, first bring your left hand down to something, then float the right hand and foot down. Good. Press into your feet and on your inhale, up to standing, mountain pose. Then hands to heart center. Press into your right foot and slide the left foot back to a toe. Then tip forward into airplane until your chest feels like it's parallel to the floor. Same idea where your hips and shoulders on the same plane. Then squeeze your standing leg, squeeze the upper leg. Left hand to your hip, pull the abdominal muscles in there. You open the arms, you float the right hand, you breathe. And then as you exhale, right fingertips touch down to the floor block. Then the left hand and foot come down slow. You have control over your body. Gravity does not control you in these. If you're finding that it does, time to slow down. Press your feet into the mat. Roll up to standing mountain pose. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push-up, rock forward. If you have another variation you want to take here for the push-ups, do. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog, pull your abdominals in. Be the creator of the movement. Right foot forward, warrior one, reach up. 
We'll open out to warrior two. Breathe in, reverse. And then triangle pose, press into your front foot, into the hip, right fingertips to the floor or a block. Let your hips do what they need to do. If you need to rotate in a bit to get your hand to the floor block, let them rotate in. Then take your hand to your sternum, center of your chest, and roll your chest open toward the side. So the, the hips are as they need to be, right? whatever shape, whatever direction they're pointing. You're rolling open through your sternum. Left arm can go up, left hand can stay at the heart center to remind you that in transition, you're gonna keep your chest pointing this way. Bend your front knee, slide the right hand out, keep your chest pointing toward the sidewall as you take off. Half moon. Yeah, the chest is gonna to wanna to drop, don't let it. As you're here, left hand again to your hip, find the abdominal muscles inside there, pull them in to lift that upper hip. A breath in. When you exhale, bend your standing knee, pull your chest forward, step back, breathe in, reverse warrior. Press into your feet, breathe out, cartwheel down, look forward, draw your chest forward as you lower. Breathe in for your back bend and breathe out to down dog. You'll step your left foot forward. Breathe in, reach up, warrior one. Open out to warrior two. Breathe in, reverse. Press into your front foot, triangle pose. So you hinge at the hip. And it may be that to get your hand to the block or to the floor, Right, that the right hip rolls down. That's fine. Leave that where it is. Right hand to your chest. Rotate your sternum toward the ceiling. You may want to leave your hand here because the chest really wants to drop as we, as we move. So instead, you're keeping your body aligned with your sidewall. Set your gaze somewhere over on the sidewall. Bend your front knee. Keep the gaze set. Slide your block out. Keep the gaze and the rotation of the upper body set as much as you can. Then right hand to your hip and fingertips, more importantly, to the abdominals right inside. Pull them in, lift the hip up. And to extend your right arm overhead, draw your right shoulder blade toward your spine. Use the upper back muscles to continue that twist open. Bend your standing knee, pull your heart forward. You're gonna step back, inhale, Reverse, press into your feet, cartwheel down, plant your hands, step back, low push up or your variation there. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out to down dog, all the way to child's pose, knees to the mat. And sit your hips to your heels. I'm gonna walk the hands over to the left, have a right side body bend. Lengthen through both sides of your body. Both arms reach forward, both 
arms reach long, both rib cages, both sides of the rib cage. Thankfully, you only have one rib cage. Both sides expand outward. And then across to the other side. Back to center and rest here in child's pose, or if you prefer to go come over back onto your back, you do that. Three good breaths here. Let them move your body and still your mind. Certainly, if you can stay and rest longer, do. If you're ready to move on, start by wiggling your fingers and slide your arms in. Make your way up to seated. And have a moment to shrug your shoulders up to your ears. Create a lot of upward tension in the body. And then keep the lift at the center of your chest. Let your shoulders slide down. Feel a softening of the upper back. Feel your body aligned, hips and shoulders in one plane. Sternum being lightly drawn up, the back of your head being lightly drawn up. And bring your hands together at heart center. Having a moment to imprint the lightness of this posture. Any good sensations have arisen through your practice. Draw thumbs to your forehead center, pausing with one another to offer one another namaste. I'm going to say y'all have an excellent day. See you soon. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.